This is a CJSR podcast. Volunteer powered. Listener supported. Campus and community. Radio. Podcast. Podcast. Radio. Radio and and podcast. podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Signature flavor. That's so tough. It's hard to pick. Pick just one flavor. But you can always pick birthday cake. But you can always pick. You can always pick birthday cake Mm -hmm. on your birthday. On your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Melania Antoshko. And I'm Sophia Yan. And you're listening to That's Food from CJSR, revealing the backstory to Edmonton's food one meal at a time. Well, that depends on how we define meal. Yeah, so what are we revealing today? Let's say it is the kind of food you eat when someone breaks their heart. Mm. Or when you simply had a bad day. Mm. It's not alcohol. Really? Mm, it's not chocolate. Why can't you just say it's ice cream? It is ice cream. In today's episode, we are going to talk about ice cream in Edmonton. You know, a lot of people think that there's not any good ice cream here. I know, right? But we do have some good ones, you know. And that's why we're having this episode. We're going to find ice cream to learn some bad stories of making ice cream in Edmonton. And how do ice cream shops even survive Edmonton's cold winters? Well, let's find out. Let's find out. Alright, now I'm standing in the street out of the store and trying to get some ice cream sound for you guys. I ordered a kid's scoop of birthday cake flavor. I've done this survey on the Kind Ice Cream website and they got me a birthday cake flavor that says it's the best flavor for me and I'm gonna try it. God, I have to say it's freezing out there, but (laughs) this ice cream tastes so great. And that's the waffle cone. They made this waffle cone right in front of you in the counter. So you can see the waffle maker uh, steaming. And you can smell the waffle in front of you. Mm. It's not my birthday today, but birthday cake flavor is like best for every season. I do have this birthday cake flavor. Oh, birthday flavor every single day. Just go for it. Yeah. I'm Paula Sheba. I'm one of the owners of Kind Ice Cream. That's short. Yeah. <laughs> what else is there to say? We're I- going to know more about you during this interview. Exactly. Uh, so what is one winter memory in Edmonton that, let's say, affects you the most? Well, I grew up in Calgary, so I'm very familiar with living in a cold weather city. Um, but having lived in Edmonton for less time, just for the last 10 years. Edmonton is even colder. It's 
Calgary has Chinooks and um, some breaks in their cold winters, but Edmonton is just, it's really cold all the time. And so one thing that really strikes me about winter in Edmonton is just, um, it takes a lot of effort to get out there and be active in your community in the wintertime. But it's really incredible because even though it's so cold here, after moving here, I started to notice that people do put that effort in. There are lots of um, amazing events in the wintertime that planners put a lot of effort into making enticing for people to enjoy. So a lot of the events are outdoors. um, And yeah, people just, I think they know that for their own sanity, they need to be out there and involved in their community in the wintertime. And it takes a little bit of extra effort because it is so cold, but people here in Edmonton are willing to do that. So that's that's what winter in Edmonton is. It's making it happen, getting out there and still living your life because if you don't, you will, you'll lose your mind. So since we're doing a podcast episode here and it's impossible for the audiences to see what's going on in the shop. Sure. I may need you to describe things about your shop. Sure. What can people expect when they first walk into the shop? So Kind is located in Ritchie. And we're in a fairly small strip mall. Our shop is not big, but it's cozy. So you you walk in, we have our, our front of house area. So we have a beautiful kind of teal green bench that was created for us by Eldrick Interiors. He's a local um, upholsterer and he does incredible work at a lot of great restaurants and establishments. So he did this beautiful, long, L-shaped bench for us with horizontal fluting, so it has kind of a retro feel to it. Uh, We have a neon sign that says, Be Kind Babies, right over the bench. By Kurt Vonnegut. Exactly, yeah. It's (laughs) it's kind of an adaptation of a Kurt Vonnegut quote. Um, And I think just such a good message. It's so simple, just be kind, babies. Um, we have a, a takeaway pint freezer, and then we've got our counter, and that's where all of the magic happens. So behind the counter, we have uh, what's called a dipping cabinet. So that's where we scoop our ice cream from. It keeps the ice cream at a temperature that's a little bit warmer than a standard freezer so that it's perfectly scoopable. Um, we have other freezers in the back for storing our ice cream, but when it's up in the dipping cabinet, it's a little bit more scoopable. And then we have our waffle cone station. So that's where we have our team uh, rolling waffle cones all day long and and keeping our waffle cones. So it's a pretty tight little space. Um, but that's, honestly, that's how we like it. We're happy to have a smaller shop and it, it just, it really has a, a great energy in the summer and the winter time. And it feels safe. And it feels safe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. People like gathering around in the corner of the ice cream shop and mm-hmm. sharing the ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's a great, great place to meet. Like you can't, there are no intimate corners that you can tuck yourself away. Yeah. But it's really social and it's fun, and we play great music. We have really quirky, incredible staff, and everybody has their own unique taste in music and so you walk in and you don't know what you're going to hear but it's always always good music so yeah it's just got a great energy yeah exactly yeah and that's that's all we ever dreamed of so why did you choose to open an ice cream parlor in Edmonton I think I mean so many other cities have amazing ice cream 
even in Canada. So Calgary has a few great ice cream shops. Um, Growing up in Calgary, going for ice cream was a really big activity, especially in the summertime, but in the wintertime as well. And then you go to cities like Vancouver and you can go to Ernest Ice Cream and um, Rain or Shine. They have these great vibrant ice cream shops that are all year round. And yes, it is especially cold in Edmonton, but that doesn't mean that we don't deserve a great ice cream shop. It's something that has really been missing in the last couple of years. Anytime we wanted to go for ice cream, we were really limited to really commercial options. And we just wanted a community ice cream shop to go to. And so, I mean, we sat on it for a long time. We really looked at the numbers and we just decided, you know what, even though it's a winter city, let's just make this happen. We know that it'll be great in the summertime. Who knows what it will be like in the wintertime, but let's just do it because we we need it and we want it. We want to go for ice cream. So um, it was just a matter of taking the dive, taking the risk. I don't know if that's possible, but can you choose a flavor out of your 15 flavors from the ice cream shop to describe kind ice cream? Is Ooh. there a signature flavor? That's so tough. It's hard to pick, pick just one flavor. But you can always pick birthday cake. But you can always birthday. pick. You can always pick birthday cake mm-hmm. on your birthday. On your birthday. Yeah, yeah. And about flavors, I've got a list of flavors here. Yeah, I write yeah. it down. I read it from the website. It's mm-hmm. called Chef Created. Yes. Do you actually have a chef for ice cream flavors? We actually do. So, and not only a chef, but a really, really incredible chef. So, um, we, in the lead up to opening, we consulted with. A good friend of ours, who also I think happens to be one of the greatest chefs in Edmonton, his name is Shale McDonald. Um, he has previously worked at Wilfrid's as their executive chef. Um, he's worked with District and Little Brick, so he's he's been involved in a lot of local Edmonton restaurants. And when we decided that we would open Kind, we knew that we wanted to get Shale on board. He's super talented. Um, and so we approached him at least a year ago now, at the very beginning of this process, and we said, do you have any experience making ice cream? And he said, no, I don't, but I, I know that I can figure it out. He has a really scientific understanding of food, and so we worked with him in the whole probably six months leading up to opening to develop our flavors, and he really like I said, he understands the science of food. So he would create um, a batch of ice cream base and say, okay, this one has the eggs cooked to to 85 degrees and it tastes like this. And this one, the eggs are cooked to 75 and it tastes like this. And so it we had a really scientific chef-driven approach to creating our ice cream. Um, it wasn't just following a recipe. It was like from the ground up creating ice cream in a whole new way. Um, and and we're so glad that we did that. He is um, still the one creating our flavors, and he's a genius, and so we're really lucky to have him on board. I can see that. It's like a food expert, a scientist oh, for exactly. ice cream. Yeah, yeah. And he, he really just blows our mind daily. Like, he'll just come up with these amazing creations, and he he experiments a lot with creative flavors and so that's something that we get to spend a lot of time working on in the winter is you know we're not as busy so we're we're burning a lot of creative energy and we're just seeing what we can do and pushing the limits of what you can do with ice cream so that we have some really cool stuff to work with okay in the summer 
I see what's going on here. Yeah, it's like the winter time. It's like the creating time. Exactly. Yeah, and you can get like, your energy back and like sort things out. Totally. Yeah, that's so wonderful. So we're like this this incubator right now. We have our kitchen is team is there every day, just being creative and making our ice cream better and better. How many people are on the team now? Like the flavor committee. The flavor committee. <laughs> uh, we have four kitchen staff right now.、Um, in the summertime, we have more because our production needs are, are that much higher. So right now we have four for the winter time, as well as four or five、uh, staff up front. And you just like have like monthly meetings or weekly meetings to decide flavors, or just every day. We have a weekly meeting to、mm-hmm. kind of go over how things are going, and then we have a quarterly brainstorming session. So we sit down and we're like, "What do we want to do this year? What what businesses in Edmonton are making amazing spices and supplies that we can use?" And that's kind of it's it's like a, a visioning session, and then we just kind of narrow it down from there. So.、Um, We also, on top of meeting and discussing it, we do field trips. So today we're going on a field trip to SYC Brewing. So our staff are all coming along, and we're going to taste some beer and see how we can make a beer flavored <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> a beer flavored. It will have alcohol, not very much.、Um, oh my god! <laughs> the, the alcohol content kind of messes with the texture of the ice cream, and so that's why we're so lucky to have Shale. He'll figure out a way to. Get as much beer flavor as possible into our ice cream without it being too, too soft or too affected by the by the alcohol. So, yeah, we've talked about the selection of flavors and what other kind of background information or skills you've learned through having this ice cream parlor. Um, I think it's more complicated than I thought it would be. The three of us who own Kind Ice Cream, so it's myself, my wife, and her sister Candice. The three of us, despite loving ice cream so much and really having the vision to make this happen or wanting this to happen, we don't know a lot about food, which is why we we are working with Shale. And so we kind of just assumed it was as easy as create a great base and then just add in whatever you want, and it's it's simple. Um, like marble slab, that's kind of what they do, right? They chop up candy bars and <laughs> mix it all together, and there's your ice cream, and it's、exactly. delicious. But because we wanted to do more creative flavors like olive oil, there's there is more of a science behind it than we thought, and so、um, it's not always straightforward to create the flavor that you want with the texture that you want. The shelf life that you want,、um, and so there are all these other pieces to consider when you're making the ice cream.、Um, but again, that's why we're so lucky to have somebody who has that understanding and to do the problem solving. Because when you, right now, we have a, a peanut butter ice cream with a chocolate brownie batter, and the extra fat content in the peanut butter does change the way that you need to prepare the ice cream. And so there is, there really is. Uh, sort of a culinary science to it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't live in Ritchie, <laughs> and China Stream is like three kilometers away from me. Yeah, but I have to like crave for ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, week. yeah. And and that's the thing. I think people do. People crave ice cream. It's. I think it's the perfect dessert. It's.、Mm. It's、um, so satisfying. It's sweet, 
but not overly sweet. I know that I always craved ice cream, but just didn't know where to get it. And so we're really happy. A lot of people are, you know, coming back for that flavor that they've been craving. And that's really cool to see. Yeah, about machines. Who come up with making waffles in front of people? Oh, we just knew that that was something that we had to do. Yeah, I mean, the waffle cone is just such an important part of the ice cream experience. And so we, I mean, we did talk about whether we would make them up front or in the kitchen. And partly because of being a small shop with a small kitchen, and partly because I think it is really cool to see them being made on site, we decided we would just have it, have it done up front. And yeah, it's it's my favorite thing. You just walk into Kind, and it smells so delicious. And we're just rolling waffle cones all day. Um, and it's something that we're really proud of because we make our our waffle cones from scratch so we don't use a mix or anything pre-made we actually every single day we're like melting butter mixing in the cream making this really simple but delicious waffle cone recipe that we kind of perfected in the spring and um we're really happy with with the recipe and yeah it's you just you can't really go without a waffle cone yes I want a waffle cone right now. <laughs> yeah. I could have brought in waffle cones, but yes, I, didn't. I didn't do that. A lot of people will pick up pints of ice cream and and waffle cones. What? And they'll just bring it home and scoop cones for themselves. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. You may let also sell a kit of yeah, DIYs. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so they'll they'll pick up like six waffle cones and a couple mm. pints and and oh. make a party of it. And I think a lot of people are doing that um, as a gift like if they go out for dinner they'll bring ice cream and waffle cones instead of a bottle of wine which is great because it's a lot of people don't drink or like me they're pregnant um maybe there are kids at the party so it's just such a great little party gift oh my god I yeah i thought about that yeah it's That's so creative totally yeah Do and a lot of people just do that these things yeah yeah wow yeah gift shop <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean, at the end of the day, it's been such a such an incredible experience. It's hard to believe we've only been open for about 6 months at this point, and it's just been really incredible to see Edmonton embrace our ice cream as we hoped that they would in the summertime but then also in the wintertime um, we didn't really know what was going to happen but we still have people coming in every day they're picking up lots of pints of ice cream coming for dates and so we've been really thrilled to see that it it was in fact needed here in Edmonton and it is something that can succeed year-round even though our city is so cold and we don't need to close for the winter, we can we can be around and use the time to be creative and build on what we'll be doing for next year. And you know, it's it's just really cool that Edmonton is is ready to embrace winter in the way that that we are.
today's snack fact. Do you know that Edmonton was home to the world's largest sundae? The sundae was made by Palm Dairy, supervised by Mike Rogiani in the basement of City Center Mall on July 24, 1988. It weighed 24 tons and had 63 flavors, with 45-gallon drums of sundae toppings. The gigantic sundae was built to mark Palm Dairy's 60th anniversary. People used a 24-foot pool to hold it all, and pints were sold for a dollar with funds donated to charity. And they did it all on a sundae. And that's it for this episode of That's Food. Today's episode was produced by me, Sophia Yang, with help from Melania and Tashto. Our music is by Doug Hoyer. You can find all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and on our website, thatsfood.transistor.fm. You can contact us at thatsfood.cgsr.com. We are That's Food CGSR on Facebook and on Instagram. That's Food is produced at CGSR in Edmonton on Treaty 6 territory. But is it food? That's food. That's food. That's food. That's food.